Flint Westwood galloped along the western frontier, heading to a town called Courage. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, a certified life coach who helps teens build self-confidence, develop social skills, and achieve their goals, or what I call becoming the hero of their own story. Happy October, everyone. October, in case you don't know, is National Bullying Prevention Month, and that's the topic of the episode today. But I'm going to go deep into this this month on the idea of becoming bully-proof in Sidekick to Hero. And I, the rest of my podcast this month will not be covering this. I have other older podcasts that kind of cover more of Becoming Bullyproof. It's from two years ago. You can go listen to those ones. Uh, but if you want current teachings and events centered around how to become bullyproof, then this is the time to start your two-week free trial of Sidekick to Hero. Everybody gets a two-week free trial so teens can see if they even like it. Go over to SidekickToHero.com to start your trial today. You'll be able to see at least two of the live events that we do, our, our weekly live streams, where I'm going to be talking more about becoming bullyproof. Also, updates are happening all the time. I just updated and added a bunch of new assets uh, in the avatar shop. Yes, you have your own customizable avatar with all these cool things. I added some samurai swords and a Jedi cloak and a Batman mask. We have a lot of fun in there. And as you grow and develop and turn into the hero of your own story, your avatar grows and develops too because you're, you get to deck them out in a lot of cool swag. So go to sidekicktohero.com today and start your free trial. And now episode 132, The Benefits of Being Bullyproof. The sun was high in the sky as Flint Westwood steered his steed into the small little town. Welcome to courage, said an old timer in overalls. Westwood looked at him. Does the town live up to its name? Sure does, said the old timer. Citizens of courage look out for each other. Just then, as if on cue, a ruckus came from the saloon across the street. Three young men were pushing a much smaller one out of the swinging doors, laughing. They drew their pistols and aimed them at the smaller fellow. The old-timer got visibly upset. Who? Those out-of-towners are after little Wayne again. That's the last straw. But before the old-timer could get out of his rocking chair, two men came out of the saloon and got in between the three out-of-towners and little Wayne, standing right in front of the barrels of their guns. The out-of-towners thought better of it, got on their horses, and rode out of town. Ha! You see? We got courage, said the old-timer. Wayne! Wayne, come over here! He yelled across the street. Wayne, who was dusting himself off, obliged and headed over to the pair of them. Wayne, this here is... The old-timer started. Oh, uh, mister, I, I didn't get your name. 
Westwood, Flint Westwood. Both Wayne and the old-timer's eyes went wide. Oh, we've heard of your bravery at Peaceful City a couple years back. You are a welcome visitor to our town, sir. Westwood nodded his head. Wayne, show our guests to the stables and the blacksmith, would you? Wayne nodded and led Westwood off. Later that evening, Westwood sat in the saloon, wetting his whistle when the doors swung open and in walked the three out-of-towners from before with one more person with him. Mitch Hammer, the most wanted outlaw in the West. He was as big as he was ugly. Scars on his face and arms from previous fights. He wore dark clothes and a dark, grisly beard. His kill count was rumored to be the highest around. The three out-of-towners pointed to Wayne, who was wiping off a nearby table. Hammer strode over to him, lifted his giant boot, and kicked Wayne to the ground. People vacated their seats and backed away quickly. Wayne lay on the ground in pain. The three out-of-towners grinned. Whatever imaginary quarrel they had with Wayne was about to be permanently settled. Wayne stood up, feebly facing the outlaw. Hammer drew his Colt Walker revolver and pointed it straight at Wayne's chest. Hammer paused a moment, glowering at everyone in the saloon, almost daring them to intervene. Nobody moved. They all looked over to Westwood, seeing if he would stand up to Hammer. Westwood just calmly sipped his sarsaparilla. Hammer chuckled, turned his gaze to Wayne, and fired. Wayne fell to the floor, and Hammer and his cronies made their way out the front door and out of town. The old-timer was the first to speak, and he aimed his words at Westwood. You, you were supposed to be this great hero, and you were too much a coward to stand up for our little Wayne. Westwood slowly stood up, sauntered over to Wayne's body, and smiled. He held out his hand. A surprise to everyone, Wayne reached up, grabbed his hand, and Westwood pulled him to his feet. Westwood lifted up the front of Wayne's poncho to reveal an iron plate that had been strapped to his chest with one bullet lodged in it. Westwood removed it, and Wayne winced and grabbed his chest in pain. Westwood looked at little Wayne and said, Outthinking your enemy is the key to making a potentially fatal encounter just an uncomfortable one. Now, most of you may not know it, but that story is actually a sequel to a story from an episode two years ago, episode 50, Becoming Bullyproof. I love the concept of being bullyproof. Uh, I'm pretty sure I coined it, even though when I Googled it two years ago, uh, some people have used it here or there, but I don't think they mean it as, as I mean it per se. Uh, becoming bully, bullyproof was something I learned how to do way back in middle school. I tell that story in an episode, I think it's episode 51 or 52 called Moonhead. Uh, you should go back and listen to that one. But uh, October is National Bullying Prevention Month. 
but I do it a little differently in Sidekick to Hero because the way I see it is that there are uh, two main fronts on the war against bullying that most schools and organizations focus on. And the two fronts are to have assemblies and watch videos that are either going to, uh, one, change a bully, so he just, he'll, he'll change his ways, or the second front, inspire a bystander to stand up and intervene. So the first, the first story with Flint Westwood two years ago in episode 50 kind of uh, told the tale of Peaceful City, which is the idea that what if everybody just stopped bullying? Wouldn't that be great? But this story, I wanted to kind of create a place, uh, the town of Courage, where there's a lot of people who stand up for the little guy right? And when they're being bullied. And I love that. Like, I always try to do that whenever I see somebody being bullied. I think that's a very noble thing to do. However, relying on other people to stand up for you isn't, well, that reliable because they might not be around first of all, right? Uh, But second of all, they might not be brave enough to stand up to a certain person, right? Mitch Hammer, for example, he probably represents every popular bully that there ever was who's just you know stomping around school whether it's a it's a boy or a girl doesn't matter i i've seen both in my time uh as a middle school discipline office teacher i've seen both uh the the boy or girl that nobody is brave enough to stand up to and quite honestly i don't even think you should in most situations try to stand up to this person because this person has something to prove and they're looking for a fight. So standing up to them uh, might not even result in better results, right? So here's today's secret for an awesome life. Bullying doesn't stop when other people change what they do or say. It stops when we change how we think about ourselves. Now, other people changing what they do and say could be talking about the bully or a bystander. Either one of those people are going to need to change their ways, right? Either stop bullying you or get brave enough to stand up for you. Uh, And that would be great. But bullying only stops almost permanently, pretty much permanently in your life when you change how you think about yourself. That's what Flint Westwood mentioned at the end of the story, that's outthinking your enemy. You're, the bully who comes at you, and personally, I, I don't believe in the word bully. Uh, I, I don't think that's an actual thing. It's usually some caricature in a TV show or a, a story of some kind. I, I don't think bullies like that actually exist. People who are out there, uh, usually they have red hair, their arms are all thick, you know, and they're all, oh, I'm, I'm just a bully for no reason. There are mean people out there. I totally uh, uh, believe that. And there are people who say and do a lot of mean things. However, I don't believe that the term bully, labeling them a bully, helps us. I think it kind of gives up our power because, well, they're a bully. There's really nothing you can do uh, about that. But if they're just someone who says mean things, who doesn't know how to, how to interact with people, who doesn't know how to get a laugh out of others without putting somebody else down, 
then my brain starts approaching them differently. I don't need to avoid them per se. I just need to outthink them. And when you outthink a bully, and I'm just going to use the word bully because it's shorter to use. Uh, When you outthink a bully, that's doing the work ahead of time to believe that you are awesome with your flaws and all. Just accept everything that you are, all your imperfections, all your perceived weaknesses and differences, and just go, you know what? That's, that's part of who I am, at least right now. You can totally change some things. I'm all about changing things, improving or whatnot. But right now, all of those things are part of who you are. And guess what? You're still awesome. And if you believe that, if you do the work and put it in time to really believe that statement, that you are awesome even with your flaw. I've heard uh, some people call it flossom, right? I, I'm flossom, right? That's fantastic. I love that, that word. Um, if you believe that, then you've already outthunk your enemy, right? Your bully. So next week, next month, tomorrow, when somebody comes up to you and they say something to try to bring you down for whatever reason, you already are defended because you're like, wait, wait, I'm awesome, even with that flaw that you're pointing out. And that allows you to either brush it off, ignore it, which means just not responding to it. Uh, you, it, you can respond to it with a joke. It, it won't matter because you're untouchable because you firmly believe that you are awesome flaws and all. Now, this is controversial for some. I don't get it, but uh, it's controversial for some. But I believe the only reason someone is being bullied is because they believe what the bully is saying about them on some level. Now, that doesn't mean that you cause the other person to take those actions. Uh, That guy or girl, they're responsible for their own actions, and they'll have to answer to it either in this life or the next, right? Um, But if we sit there and if we believe that we're not that great, and they come up and point that out, now that's a bullying interaction. That's what I mean. If, if you believe that you're awesome and someone comes to you like with me and makes fun of how big your head is and you believe, yeah, my head's big and I'm still awesome. Now that's no longer a bullying situation. Now that's a situation where someone said something mean and I wasn't bothered by it. And now there is no bullying in that situation. Or if you believe that you're being treated unfairly or inhumanely, man, like nobody should go up to somebody and say those things. Now, I agree with that statement, but in the moment, that statement doesn't help me. Sitting there viewing the other person, man, he's being unfair. He's a jerk. He's a bully. Uh, he's treating me in ways that, you know, and saying things that people shouldn't say. Uh, man. Ultimately, that still goes back to believing something negative about yourself in some way. You put yourself down a level or two from them. That's the only way we can see that as unfair. If you view yourself as equal or, you know, like just not better than them, but you just believe yourself as so high, you just view yourself so positively that when someone comes up to you and starts doing these things, saying things, you don't view it as being treated unfairly or inhumanely. You view it as a personal problem that they have. And then rather than taking it personal upon yourself, which usually causes people to not say anything to an adult, right? To just be quiet about it because, well, look at me, I'm different. I'm weird. And this 
other guy who's bigger or other girl who's more popular or more awesome than me in whatever way is treating me poorly, I, I'm just not going to say anything. I, I don't even want to think about this. So going to tell an adult is going to make it worse. I'm going to have to think about it a lot more. I just want to avoid this altogether. So we stay quiet. I don't want that for you. When you view yourself as awesome, no matter what, and you view the other person, not as a bully, but someone who really should probably change their actions if they want to be a valuable citizen in society, right? Now I can go tell an adult, Hey, look, so-and-so is, is physically touching me, assaulting me. They punched me. They're taking my backpack. I'm putting it in the trash can. Like this guy's doing something is not cool. Somebody needs to talk to him. I don't want to, that's not my role as his peer to go talk to him. If you don't want it to be your role, it totally doesn't have to be. But now you're able to go up and talk to somebody and go, look, this guy's bothering me. And you're able to make a report confidently knowing that the way that guy is trying to treat you isn't how someone like you, who's awesome, uh, wants to be treated. That's just not how I want to be treated. And this guy's got to stop or this girl's got to stop. People who are confident aren't bullied. And to be clear, people still say mean things to them or try to do mean things to them, but it doesn't affect them in the same way. They're able to handle it differently. Now, here's the thing. Sure, it still hurts or can still be uncomfortable. I imagine getting shot wearing an iron plate is still uncomfortable. I hear getting shot when you're wearing a a bulletproof vest still leaves a bruise, but at least it won't be life altering like it is for some other people who don't have that bullyproof quality. Now, when you're bullyproof, you believe that you are awesome even with all your flaws and your differences. And the benefit of being bullyproof is that you don't have to be surrounded by people who will stand up for you because you're standing up for yourself in your own head. So take time to put on that iron plate or that bullyproof vest, metaphorically, by doing the thought work in your head, stopping the negative thoughts where you're kind of bullying yourself and practicing positive affirmations, hero thoughts about who you are, who you really are. You are so awesome. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how you talk like. I don't care what you like to do. You are awesome. And you're not somebody that other people can bring down because you don't rely on other people to lift you up or bring you down. You do that yourself you are able to lift yourself up. And when you can do that, nobody can touch you. Teens, do you want to be more confident? Do you want to be better at talking to others? Do you want to finally start working out or staying ahead of your schoolwork? Then you got to switch into hero mode. And the best way to do that is to join my brand new gamified mindset training program, just for teens, sidekick to hero. It's like YouTube and video games had a baby, but that baby doesn't waste your time. It helps you become happier and more successful in your real life. It's available now on desktop only at sidekicktohero.com. Go grab a parent and start your two-week free trial today.